Nate Johnson can win this quarterback job if he can master the offense during spring practice. Let's get it. You are Locked On Bandy, your daily podcast on the Vanderbilt Commodores, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Vandy podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Corey Burton. Thanks for making Locked On Vandy your first listen every single day. Speaking of you everydayers, thank you for making all of this possible. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. On today's episode, we welcome former Vandy quarterback. He's a quarterback guru from Quarterback Coaching Worldwide. It is Kurt Page. Kurt, glad you could make it. Uh, yesterday's episode, we talked Diego Pavia, how his advantage of with his knowledge of the system and what he brings in his relationship with Tim Beck to the table how that gives him a leg up and advantage in this quarterback race. Today we're going to we're going to turn the attention to Nate Johnson. His advantage now, he's going to get all of the reps in spring practice. If he can master this offense during the during that time, I think he can turn this thing into a physical battle where I think he has the leg up now as far as physical talent goes and if he can master the quarterback position part of it. That's where he gets his advantage when Pavia comes in in the summer. Do you do you think he can? Is that possible? Absolutely, Corey. I think the best thing that's happening for Vanderbilt football is that you're getting the guy with the least amount of experience to learn the offense full time, and he's going to have a chance, like you said, to get all the reps. Where Diego, he knows the offense like the back of his hand, and so he's going to come in like a like a seasoned vet, and I think that's a very good thing. Reassuring to uh, the offensive coordinator, Coach Beck, and reassuring to uh, the the coaching staff that he knows what's going on. But this gives a great chance for Nate Johnson and also all of the Commodores to learn the offense. Absolutely. And, and one of the underrated aspects of not just learning the offense and just kind of learning what the concepts are supposed to do, it's being able to – and this is this is where again Pavia comes in, and this is where Nate Johnson can can equalize. But if he can get the receivers, the transfer guys that are coming in, uh, the existing guys like Junior Sherrill, I think is going to be the top performing receiver returning from the roster. Um, just getting a rapport with those guys is very very important, right? Absolutely, yeah. You, you always want to be on the same page with receivers. You want to throw the routes. You want to throw the timing of the routes. You want to produce everything that you can to make it a, a, a much smoother spring practice. And then I'm sure they're going to install pretty much everything. They're not going to, they're not going to hold anything back. They're not going to wait on anything. They're going to put it all out there and let's get, let's get moving. And so it's going to be exciting to see his development and then see the, the development of all the players around Nate Johnson. And then to really know that you've got Diego that's coming in that has won uh, you know, a considerable amount of football. I mean, he's, the guy won eight, nine football games last year, led him to a bowl game, uh, has performed in SEC arena, beating Auburn. So you know that's good coming in that you they that you basically have signed a solid veteran, but you've got a, a rising star in Nate Johnson. 
So this, like like we said, this quarterback competition is going to be a little funky because they're not competing side by side uh, in the spring, and they really won't truly be competing side by side until they get to the player led workouts, which people will be observing that, and into fall camp. And obviously, you're going to have your starter name by the Virginia Tech game because that's what you need. So as this thing progresses, how how would the, how will this quarterback competition shake out in, in your mind? How should it shake out in your mind? Well, I would say just as going into it, uh, knowing the familiarity that the offensive coordinator has with this quarterback that's coming in the summer, I would say he he's the lead dog, and he knows he knows the adjustments, he knows the everything about the offense. I mean, it, it, it's it's basically uh, his race to lose, you know. And so what you're hoping for is Nate Johnson really pushes him and maybe, you know, maybe right at the end, you know, may, maybe there's it's a clear 1A, 1B, you know. And uh, so, you know, but it, it all it all shake out. And then we start playing the games, like you said, you know, you know, you, and it's, SEC is like the NFL. I mean, it's hard to one guy healthy, keep one guy uh, upright. And so I – So when you start doing things like that, Corey, you know how the wear and tear takes. Uh, we'll be one of the unique teams in the league that's going to be committed, I think, full-time to running our quarterback. Absolutely, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that as kind of how we uh, look at, and how these guys fit. That's going to be kind of like the last piece of the puzzle is like what part of the run. Well, we can actually get into that right now because I think, I think Nate Johnson, depending on what you want to do, uh, can give himself a leg up too because – when you look at what these two quarterbacks are good at in the run game, they're both really effective in the quarterback run game. I think Pavia is more your downhill quarterback power, uh, mm-hmm. run it off the jet sweep. Um, and then again, I talked about yesterday's episode, how he's able to ride the mesh and really force those defenders into, mm. into no man's land, essentially. Yeah. And, right. and, kind of, and kind of freeze those guys and, and be able to make, you know, be able to make good solid reads and be deceptive. I think he's really tough downhill. I compared his style, and I'm not calling him by any stretch of the imagination because this guy's elite, but I'm comparing his style to that of like Tim Tebow and like Cam Newton, where those guys are just hammers downhill. And then you have Nate Johnson, who we're still talking about his advantages. So I think his advantages are giving Coach Beck an opportunity to run things out on the perimeter where you got your zone triple uh, and your iterations of that. You've got your zone reads, the things that, you know, quarterback, uh, just quarterback sweep, breaking the pocket, things like that. I, I think you have a taller, smoother, more sudden guy in Nate Johnson mm. to be able to run that perimeter stuff. And it's just going to come down to like, matching personnel i think too like when you when you look at the whole package that the offense has like is your advantage more do you have a jet guy is your is your advantage more in running quarterback power or do you run those zone read concepts and the zone triples and all the all the things that you all the variations that you have off of that like how does that look like when you're when you're evaluating the quarterback run game when you're evaluating these two guys, like how do you fit those guys as far as like the overall evaluation? Where does that where does that piece of the puzzle go? Well, I, th- I think one of the things that's got to go is what you can do up front. And as long as you've got guys that are have some length on the perimeter, your tackles, you know, maybe we can reach and we can run some. We can look at some outside zone, and then maybe if you look at some outside zone, you've got some good play passes off of that. You got some outstanding boot game off of that. 
you've got some misdirection off of that. So if that is something we can cultivate and get good at, or are we going to be a pin and pull team? So if we are going to be pin and pull, then I say Diego is a guy because he'll run downhill and he'll hit that A and B gap. And then Nate Johnson, you know, in the in the throw game, you know, both guys, Corey, are going to give us – I mean, if everybody's covered and and we got everybody out and either one of these guys can find a scene, they're going to go get positive yardage. And, you know, we haven't had that at quarterback in forever. I mean, no. we've had no, no production there. Uh, two years ago, we had a little bit of it, but we didn't use the creativity of, of you know – Right, Mike Wright. So, I mean, he had speed. He had agility. He had strength. He was a long strider. But, uh, you know, we really did play to his strengths. So now the beauty of it is we're playing to both those guys' strengths and even the young uh, freshmen, the young rookies that are coming in mm-hmm. later on. So there'll be guys that can be in the quarterback room and get reps and, and keep learning the offense and developing as a collegiate player. So it's exciting times. I think Scott – I think – both guys uh, just looking at the sky is the limit. It really is. And we need to go in the spring with that mentality that we're not going to hold anything back, that we're going to put our packages in, put our blitz reads in, put our, you know, our RPOs in, develop what we want to do well and how we want to do it, and then uh, just start really, really refining everything to where each one of these guys knows – what they like the best. And Diego probably already knows what he likes the best. And now it's, a, it's the time that the OC learns Nate Johnson because let's, let's, let's face the facts. Nate Johnson has a huge upside. And we know he's got three years of eligibility. Hey, do we hope he, he maxes out in two years and ready to go to the league? That's what we would hope. But being realistic about the opportunity is we got to win and we got to win now. And both these guys give us a much better chance than we've ever had before. Yeah, because you have an offensive coordinator that's extremely creative. You know, you watch his, you watch what he did at uh, New Mexico State. He is, he is the definition of multiple, right? He 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 is what you want in, a, in an assistant coach. He's going to take whatever he has and he's going to mold his philosophy around the talents of the quarterback. And if and if an explosive guy like Nate Johnson gives you that advantage. Right. Then He's going to say, okay, well, we need to do some perimeter stuff. We need to move the pocket. He's Nate Johnson, I think, has he has an advantage uh, throwing the ball deep. I think his deep ball accuracy is, is better than Diego Pavia, and I think he has a more live arm uh, than Pavia. I think Pavia is just a tough, gritty guy, and we'll talk more about that here in a second. But, you know, what – you know what? How does the deep ball factor into this? Like the ability to uh, to, to stretch the field vertically with, with Nate Johnson, how does that help him? Well, Corey, you know, if, if we can if we can get the, the intermediate to the deep ball passes completed, and number one thing is just is put it in, in the play in the play chart, you know, making sure that we that we call the play, that we then we execute the play. And if that happens, that's gonna that's gonna push some linebackers back, that's gonna push some safeties, that's gonna, you know, if we can ever go up top and make a big play there, that's gonna open up a lot of things because uh, we're going to make a commitment to running the football. We're going to make a commitment to the quarterback running the quarterback game. And so now they've got to really decide, you know, that we've got that plus one. I mean, you you talk about that all the time, plus one, and that's where we're going to be. And I think that's where we don't need to make any 
concessions. I mean, we need to go like, we need to be the, the Navy, the Army of running the quarterback, but out of the spread. I mean, we need to be old school Michael Bishop, if you will. Oh, Remember? that's a there name. Right that's there. what I'm thinking. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Like, There's a why name. not just be that type of team and let everybody know that's what we're going to do, you know, and not, you know, you know, we, we, we might be under center some, but we're going to we're going to commit to 15 to 25 runs by whoever the quarterback is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that if you get up and then if we're having success, it's going to be on the upper end of the of the of that totem pole, you know, 20, 25 carries. So that's what I see us doing. I really do. And uh, I think that's going to be a, a recipe for success. Now, can a guy hold up, you know, times 12? You know, that's a lot of carries. So that's why I think it's such a beautiful thing because Diego is also a former wrestler. He's mm-hmm. tough as the pine knot. That guy will run the football. He will jump and run. And like you said, Team T- Tim Tebow, he'll run downhill. He'll run over you. He'll run scrap he'll just square you up and run you over so i I think we're in a great position i'm excited about it i know you are and uh, the whole vanderbilt community needs to be excited that we actually have a um we have a plan you know people know the plan and it's okay to know the plan yeah that's that's perfectly fine and i you know i commend clark lee for that so when we come back we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break kurt when we come back we're gonna dive more into diego pavia now just kind of break him down where's his advantage at we'll we'll talk about that here in just a second all right this episode is brought to you by game time that's right have you what could you do with an extra $100 in Vegas if you were there for the big game. Would you buy yourself a great dinner, Kurt? Would you put it all on red? Would you go to the blackjack table? What What would you do there? Uh, Something something 13, red 13. Yeah, let's do it. 13, got to <laughs> love it, right? So game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. With killer last-minute deals and all-in prices, you can't really you can't really beat it, you know. And it's uh, it's it's a heck of a deal. So what they have is they have last-minute tickets, flash deals. Um, they take the guesswork out of all of that. They're easy to find. And get this, Kurt, you get to see your you get to see your seats before you buy it. Nice. How about that? Absolutely. You know, how about that? So. <laughs> Um, when, when you, when you do that, you also, it's, it's really easy to use the, the, the platform. It's, uh, like a couple clicks and, and, and you've got tickets and that's, that's amazing. So it, it doesn't get any easier than that. So again, zone deals, here's, here's, here's the beautiful thing about zone deals. You pick the section game time, picks the seats, you get big time savings and there's a game time guarantee. That means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you a hundred and ten percent of the difference. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? Yes, that's crazy. So, what you need to do? Here's what you need to do. Follow this right there. So, new users download the Game Time app today, um, and everyone download the Game Time app today. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time right now. All Game Time users get a hundred dollars off a big game ticket with Vegas one hundred. Terms apply. So just download the Game Time app. Use the code VEGAS100. That's Vegas100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or 
Use code Locked On for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, welcome back. It is segment number two. We're here with uh, we're here with Dr. Kurt Page, quarterback guru himself. Thank you for making Locked On Vandy your first listen. He is a former Vandy quarterback. He knows what it's like to play in Dudley State in, at Dudley Field, uh, right there in the heart of West End. Uh, make sure you make Locked On SEC your second listen. Thank you to the Everydayers. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at Locked On Vandy at Coach Burton thirty six and at Kurt Page. 629. So talking quarterbacks, right? Diego Pavia. The obvious advantage is his knowledge of the system. We know that. He comes in with with a master's degree. Now, I think for him to push this thing forward, he's going to have to go from a master's degree to a doctorate. He's going to have to be like you, Kurt. (laughs) Doctor quarterback, right? Quarterback guru, Mm -hmm. right? Next in line of the Kurt Page quarterback coaching worldwide chain, right? If he's going to win this job, he's got to take his his quarterback knowledge and his things to the next level because you know Nate Johnson already has all those reps. He's going to catch up. So for for Pop for Pavia to make this thing push this thing further, he's going to have to continue to up his knowledge. Right. Right. Well, the the beauty of this is we get to see in real live person the the, the these guys are they going to be the best teammates. And I, and I think they're coming in to a, to a situation. This is the SEC, and they know that both of them, you know, you only you only start one quarterback. So they both know that it's right in front of them. How hard they compete will set the tone for the rest of the team to look around. You've commented on this in prior shows. The competition in that room will bring competition up in every other room. That uh, want to in that room will bring up the want to be successful in every other room. The, the idea is, is those guys are getting their offense and their group better each and every practice. And then like you've already mentioned, when, when he shows up in the summer, he's going to know exactly all the ins and outs of, of this route. And you tweak it by going this. If we get, you know, under man coverage and it's a goal line route, we want to do this and do that and, and Nate might not have all that in his toolkit yet. So it will be imperative that Diego understands he's not only uh, going to cha- have a chance to play in the SEC on a, on a routine basis, is that he has got to lead our team and even program the next quarterback. If not, uh, Nate Johnson, if he becomes quarterback one, he needs to facilitate that young man being successful because this is a great opportunity. It's a win-win for all of them, and that's the right attitude if they'll all come in there to make everybody better and to understand that this is a chance here to uh, you know resurrect this program. And and you know if it takes Diego being the backup, you know to come in and be the backup, if that's his role, he needs to be the best backup the SEC's ever had. If he's the one-year starter. You know, as a, as a grad as a grad starter and a senior, he needs to be the best one we've ever had. You know, so that's where we're at. It's exciting. I think the motivation needs to be at a high ranking element, and I already see it already in the weight room. I see a lot of positives there. So it's exciting times. Now, would I have liked to open up with somebody else at Virginia Tech? Absolutely. But you know what? Uh, you know, 
they're working hard. We're working hard. I don't know if we, if you know, if we would be an underdog. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, we we would open up as an underdog just because if, prior records and right, what what okay. what the returning guy like Virginia Tech's returning a lot of guys, so okay. that's going to factor in as far as the game line goes. But like it, it, this this ain't anywhere close to what Vandy was a season ago. Like this oh. that that team is dead and gone, right? Yeah. They're yeah. they're way down the road somewhere, right? This team, no one knows. This is all. This is almost a brand new team, Kurt. Yeah, it's, it's brand new staff. It's, this is almost like a, a whole. Like they just dumped everybody and brought all new people in. Like this is not going to be anything that anybody's familiar with. Even well, I, yeah, I kind of I kind of look at it like it's a, it's a reboot. It's a restart, and I think. I think that's the best thing, the best analogy you could say. But the beauty of this is that Clark Lee, he has been there. He knows. He, you know, when your first your first time as a head coach and your first time the head coach in the SEC, you know, there you're going up against the SEC East, which has been dominating. And, and in the, in that conference, the first year, you know, first year he had the national championship team there. You know. And then the second year, you know, he had the, the the from the West, you know, you had some great teams. And plus, Georgia was still a great team, undefeated all the way through till they played Alabama in the SEC. So the competition has been stiff. But Clark Lee, you know, uh, and, and I'm not a big three, four, five-star guy on signing everybody. But let me tell you something. We have yeah. upgraded. We have upgraded to getting – some higher ranked players through the portal. And now we're participating in the portal. Uh, you know, he had to get everything just right. And I think now it's obviously some things are clicking, some things are, 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 are available. So we're able to sign some kids in the portal. We're able to go in the portal and get some immediate needs. I mean, just what we've talked about in the quarterback room, that is, that is, that is promising. It, you know, if I'm a young person and I'm looking at Vanderbilt and there's a buzz about Vanderbilt, I'm going to come visit Vanderbilt. I'm going to come watch the game at Vanderbilt. I'm going to take a visit to Vanderbilt where, uh, you know, like you said, three, four months ago, mm, I don't know if I'm going to come visit. You know, if I'm a prize recruit, if I'm a three, four star, you know, even a local guy in Nashville. Now it's like, wow, they got some good, they got some new fresh talent, you know. And, uh, you know, especially if Nate Johnson's the guy and he stays and he performs, there's some guys that can come play. You know, Clark now has some, you know, some 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 opportunities for other people to come join with what he already has, and he just hadn't had that chord. I mean, let's let's face the music. He hadn't had that guy. No, he hasn't had that guy. We'll we'll talk about that guy he has here in just a second. All right, we are also brought to you by FanDuel. That's right. We hope you had a uh, we hope you had a successful Super Bowl, but now football is over. You're going to have to bet on the NBA. That's right. So um, get your buckets. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. So bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. So just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official partner of the NBA. All 
All right, we are back. We're going to wrap this thing up here in a few minutes with Dr. Kurt Page, quarterback guru himself. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making Locked On Vandy your first listen each and every day. We are kind of we're kind of down the long and winding road of like why these quarterbacks are going to be successful and and who's going to win this quarterback job and why Vandy's in really good shape uh, because of it. Um, I think just having this battle. I think is is kind of alluding to our conversation to where there's a buzz about the program and like mm-hmm. there's upgrades here and there and there and here because you you've got some talented guys on the roster you've upgraded your director of scouting and, and your recruiting department scouting department you've upgraded your strength staff and and they've got a really mm-hmm. good plan you're getting four star recruits in you're in, you're you're participating in IL transfer portals. Like they got the number one safety, in my opinion, number one safety. I think he was number two officially. The number two safety from the state of Texas, from from the San Antonio area, uh, Dante Carter, right? And so, you know, you, you get guys like that jumping on board. You get the two state champion quarterbacks from Division II AAA, uh, Jeremy St. Hilaire and, and Whit Muschamp, which – those two guys are a reflection of Nate Johnson and Diego Pavia at the freshman level. So, I mean, you, you've got all these talented guys now. There's a buzz. There should be no reason now that that Clark Lee can't strike while this iron's hot. You come out with a win against Virginia Tech, now you are buzzing. So, in order to do so, I, I think if it's Diego Pavia, he's he's a tough guy, quarterback run, downhill Struggles with the deep ball a little bit. I, I just don't think he has quite the arm that Nate Johnson has. But like the weapons these two guys are throwing to, it's going to be important for them to get it, kind of get a rapport with those guys. You, you got you got Cameron Johnson, uh, the incumbent starting tight end. You got Tyler Fortenberry coming in from the portal, uh, and you got a couple of freshmen uh, that are that are also in the mix at the tight end position, which is a huge piece uh, to mm-hmm. the puzzle in Tim Beck's offense. But building that rapport. Um, with those guys after they've had an entire spring with Nate Johnson, what's the challenges there? Well, I think for for the players, it's it's a great thing. I mean, they know that they have a, a you know a, a plus player coming after spring ball. You know, they know he's signed, sealed, and will be delivered. You know, this summer. So that's exciting for as a player to know, as a lineman to know, as a defensive player to know that we've got another guy coming that has played and achieved at a high level. So, you know, it, it's just a matter of time to see how, how much Nate Johnson uh, improves his style of play and then how much, like you said, he can click with the guys in spring training, on the field, getting those reps. And uh, it's exciting. It really is exciting. And, you know, it, it's going to be see, seeing how everything kind of meshes together. Uh, we want to see what kind of running back room we've got, you know, uh, there's, there's so many, so many new guys that we want to see them develop and, and the things they can do really well and then play to our strengths. And that's the big thing, Corey, you know, uh, and we just hadn't seen Vanderbilt do that in, in, a, in quite a while. No, they finally have a pl- like. It just looks like they finally have a plan, and, and Clark Lee is just now engaged. He's calling the defense, so yeah. you know he's now engaged. He's made those changes offensively. He's built quite a staff. They get their running backs coach. Um, also, uh, uh, Coach Muhammad Lankford from New Mexico State adds to Tim Beck um, there, and they get some analysts too that that come over that kind of know the system, and they they've got a quite the nucleus. Uh, the new offensive line coach has had some some success at his previous mm-hmm. stops. He's a guy that's used to running these kind of 
I don't want to call it unorthodox because that sounds almost like a like a disc, but like it's a unique scheme because it is 100% Tim Beck's scheme because he's put some parts together and built like kind of built it piece piece by piece. So um, I'm excited about it, man. This just the organization of this thing. Um, whoever's the quarterback, I think is going to be going to be great. Uh, they've got some. They've just got different pieces that fit. You know, and that's, I think that's when you, when you look at that, that's kind of like the money ball approach where you got mm. guys that fit instead of like just big time stars, which at yeah. that doesn't necessarily work because you don't have enough. I, I think they've really gone after the NFL model. I mean, think about it, Corey. They, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to uh, invest in tight ends. So we went and got a couple of more tight ends. That's a big time play play maker position for us, you know. Mm-hmm. That's your third down. That's your first down. That's your that's your goal line. That's your short yardage package. So it fits a lot of needs. We just didn't go. We didn't we didn't just go draft the highest star available. You know, we went and got like you said for need and for fit. We didn't go get just the prettiest ball player or the fastest ball player. We went and got guys that are going to fit what we're going to do, Clark types right i mean think about it. everything that barton simmons and, and all the different people in recruiting offices everything there and the new director of recruiting scouting all the different they went after and made the right picks you know from from us as fans and analysts and people that are studying the programs can see and we're laying out to other people that they are making good decisions you know instead of just gra- drafting and you know, having having this, that, and the other, and then not be able to get them the ball. You know, we had a, we had a an overabundance of really talented receivers. One of them ends up at the University of Georgia. Uh, they have that type of quarterback in place that can get him the ball. He didn't know we were going to get anybody like that. You can't blame the guy. You know, no, you can't uh, so, blame him. So that's why down those guys. I mean, they had to make a decision yeah. at the time, and and you know, yeah. hindsight that they might stay if if Nate Johnson's on board quicker. Oh yeah, if if they knew what they know now, I mean, they can say, "Hey," and they, and they're and they're they're once you wear the black and gold, and once you're you know in that uniform, you are always a commodore, you know. Uh, in this day and time, with the transfer and people leaving, you know, I I, th- I still think that's the mentality you have. So so they've got to be impressed. I, you know, I haven't talked to any of them. I haven't heard any of them say, but I know they've got to be impressed because we're impressed. You know, and we're guys that are very, uh, you know, look at it, you know, strategically. We look at it, you know, what's the best best options we could do. And I tell you, we've made the best the best options available. We've picked them. So I, I commend everybody that's been doing it. And, and you keep it you keep it rolling with Locked On Vandy. Uh, right. This is an everyday thing that I get to watch. You know, even school teaching every day and, and coaching myself. But it keeps me. In you know, you know, on the same page with what's happening there, and I, I appreciate everything you're doing. It's been outstanding. Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you being a being a guest. You're gonna. I I don't know if you know this or not, but you're gonna be a regular on this show. So, um, so. I lo- love talking bandy football. Love spending time with you. Uh, it really it really made me excited to see that you took this over and that you were leading this. And it's a startup, you know. Kind of like Clark Lee, it's a startup for his program, you know. And this is a this is right there with the program. All this stuff matters, you know. This matters, you know. The, the how, how we portray the players, how the players feel about themselves, 
you know, what players we have, you know, it, 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 it seems like, I mean, it seems like we're going to have a good season and we're going to, we're going to go bowling. I mean, that's what I, I really think we are. Yeah, I think so too. And, and I, I think there's a lot of teams out there that they got some question marks. And I think mm-hmm. Vandy can take advantage of that because I, I think there's going to be explosive style play. And we'll, we'll get more into that too as, as the spring rolls on and as things start to kind of unfold a little bit and, and, and a clearer picture of like who does what um, mm. emerges, especially in the offensive line, because that there's a lot of talented guys there. We just don't know what, what's going to happen. So we'll talk about that on, on future episodes, but uh, uh, make sure you keep it locked here on locked on Vandy. Uh, as we as we finish out the week, opening day for the Vandy Boys is on Friday against Florida Atlantic. They they uh, begin their quest to defend the SEC title uh, and look to for a trip to Omaha. They have Omaha on their mind, and I'm not talking about Peyton Manning's uh, production <laughs> company. They have uh, they have Omaha on their minds. They're they're looking forward to it. The Vandy Boys are as loaded as ever. So uh, be excited about that. More we're going to get uh, fatter with our baseball content. Uh, the rest of this week and probably on uh, most of the spring with spring football and baseball kind of dominate stuff. So Kurt, thank you for joining me. Um, it's a pleasure as always. We're going to do this regularly. Um, and uh, thank you for making locked on Vandy your first listen each and every day. Thank you for being an everydayer. This guy embodies the term everydayer. So make sure you're like Kurt and be yeah. an everydayer. So thank you for listening. Find us on social media. We'll see you back here tomorrow on the locked on Vandy podcast anchor down. Thank <laughs> you.